everybody. Welcome to the Great Big Yes podcast. My name is Sue Bidstrup, and the Great Big Yes podcast is where I talk to people who have said yes to a greater calling in their lives, people who are living with passion and purpose and making a difference in the world. And I haven't recorded an episode in a really long time, and this week I don't have a guest, um, but I just wanted to pop in and say hello to you. I've had many people ask me, are you still doing the podcasts? And you guys, it's just a super busy season for me as far as like my kids go and stuff. I have my second child going off to college this fall, which is super exciting and also brings out a lot of emotions and actually just a lot of things I need to get done. Um, And I know it's just going to change next year. I'll have one child home um, for the first time. Just my son will be home, sophomore in high school. And so um, I'm kind of in the thick of like the teenage stuff, which I know a lot of you are as well. And so I just wanted to reach out and say hello and just kind of give you a little bit of an update. Um, I wanted to also invite you to follow me on Facebook at Great Big Yes and on Instagram at Great Big Yes. There's a lot going on over there. I'm continuing to update those things and I'm really active over there. I'm also just really learning more and loving learning more and growing um, in my knowledge of essential oils. And so um, I've been working a lot on that. I'm hoping to like put together a yoga class that's like an aroma flow class where um, we can use oils while we practice yoga. And so that's been super exciting as well. Um, so over on Instagram, I'm, I'm sharing different things. Like uh, yesterday, I just got in the mail these dryer balls. Um, so you can replace your, um, you know, fabric softener, your your bounce or whatever you're using with these dryer balls and you can put essential oils on them. And so I got them from Share Oils, which is a great account for just stuff um, that has to do with essential oils, just fun accessories. And I, I went ahead and put some oil on them, some lemon oil. And so they smell delicious. And Um, Today, I'm going to put them in my dryer and see how that goes. Um, So I'm just having fun kind of playing over here and um, learning more about the oils and um, just kind of getting into, um, I don't know, fall. You know, when fall kind of comes around, it's like, oh, I want to go back to school, right? I want to go back to school. And so I always think, oh, new beginnings in the fall. And Fall has always been kind of new beginnings for me. I got married in October. Um, I got, I had my children, two of my children in September. Uh, and so I just love the fall. And now I live in Texas and there's no leaves here. There's no fall really. It's just hot. Um, yesterday it was about 113 and I couldn't leave the house. Um, but definitely in the fall, I miss that crunching of leaves If you can just take yourself back, if you grew up in the East or the Midwest, you can take yourself back to that smell when the air starts turning cooler and you get to wear, my favorite is you get to wear either jeans with flip-flops or you get to wear shorts with a sweatshirt, right? Just that crispness in the air and you just want to breathe it in. Even when you start to see your breath a little bit, that feels so good. Um, Yeah, I miss that. I miss that for sure. Um, but fall is coming up. And so it makes me, like I said, feel like I want to go back to school, but I'm not going to be going back to school because I'm paying for two of my children to go back to school. (laughs) Um, and so right now it's just a matter of kind of leaning in and learning more uh, from where I am. Right. And so we're never too old to learn more. We're never too old to have a new season of growth. 
We're never too old to recognize something in our lives that maybe has been there, but we haven't really had the time to kind of pursue it or look into it any deeper until now. And I heard someone say the other day, and I think it's just brilliant. I love it so much. She said that nothing is too good to be true. And so I guess I just want to share that with you. If you have a dream or if you're thinking of a new beginning or you're thinking of a new season in your life and you have an idea, um, you have a glimpse of an idea, you have a little speck of an idea um, that I just want to encourage you, nothing is too good to be true. And so when you look at your life and you say, I really want this, but I just challenge you to get rid of that, but I had a friend when I was growing up and she said that her dad would always say, don't give me those. Yeah, buts," because every time he would say something to her, she'd say, yeah, but yeah, but, and don't we do that? I wrote about it in my blog this week where God heals the man who's been an invalid for 38 years, you know, and um, he just heals him in a a minute. And so I just want to encourage you that nothing is too good to be true. If you're praying for total healing and restoration, nothing is too good to be true. If you're praying for a new career, a new job, uh, more money, uh, possibility, opportunity, nothing is too good to be true. If you picture yourself in a completely different circumstance, physically, mentally, and emotionally, nothing is too good to be true. If you picture yourself in love with someone who cares about you and who you can go through life with and um, really have a real partnership with, nothing is too good to be true. If you picture yourself healthy and whole and and at a healthy weight and um, no longer abusing your body with drugs or alcohol or abusing your body with an eating disorder or if you have something going on that you're envisioning that you can be cured from, I stand in agreement with you. You can be cured from that and nothing is too good to be true. See, because you are good inherently. I mean, yes, we're all sinners, but God made us and he created us in his image. And so he cares about us, right? And so he hasn't forgotten about you. He sees you and he knows the desires of your heart. And so whatever it is you're dreaming, whatever it is that you're thinking right now about, um, if it's positive and good, then it's not too good to be true. And so I just encourage all of you today to dream of something, whether that's a small dream and something you can attain right there in your own home, whether you can just forgive somebody in your heart. And sometimes that's not so small. It's very, very large. But um, if you can ask the Lord to give you um, the strength and the courage to forgive and to move on and break those chains of bondage that unforgiveness brings, then I believe in that and I stand in that with you and nothing is too good to be true. Relationships can be reconciled. Health can be restored. Wellness is there for the taking. You can learn to move your body if you haven't exercised ever in your entire life. You can learn to just walk across the room first and then that will lead to the next thing. If you're looking into um, just careers for yourself or ideas for yourself, Just stay open. 
just stay open. What do you love? What do you love to do? What makes you come alive? If you have free time in the day, what are you doing? What are you filling that free time with? What are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you seeking out? Because you can do that thing you think you can't do. I'm here to tell you, nothing is too good to be true. So if you feel like you're looking across Instagram and you're looking across Facebook and you're thinking, I wish I had what she had. I'll be okay when I have this. And you can fill in the blank. That could be a man. That could be money. That could be a better body. That could be a better career. That could be children. That could be anything. But the lie is that I'll be better when. That's a lie. That's a yeah, but. Because God's like, I want you to have abundant life right now. Right now, in this moment, abundance. And so nothing is too good to be true. So I ask you today, just go ahead and after you get done listening to this, go ahead and just pray about it and say, God, show me what brings me alive, God. You said that you came to give me life and give it to me to the full, God. And so I want to know fullness I don't want to live small, God. I want to dream big. And so I've been doing some of this introspection of myself recently as well. And and what I realize is I want to encourage people to live well, to dream big, and to say yes. I want to talk about wellness because that's where I spend a lot of my free time. I listen to podcasts a lot from um, doctors and wellness experts, and Christians, right? And so I love to share God's word. I love to listen to God's word. I love to be in God's word. I love to write about God's word and all of that because that, to me, is the path to wellness. But I also know that God cares about all of me, and so he doesn't ask that I put him in a little box And I say, that's what I do on Sunday morning. He asks that I integrate him into my life, that I invite him into all the spaces. And I learned this through holy yoga. God doesn't want me going ahead and just having my own body situation and and not inviting him into that, right? And so if you'll notice, if you're an exerciser, if you're a runner, you'll probably notice that's a great place where you can connect with the Lord. If you're a hiker, that's a great place you can connect with the Lord. If you do yoga, that's a great place that you can connect with the Lord. Because every place is. When you're driving in the car, when you're in the shower in the morning, when you're greeting your family, when you're sitting at a family meal, when you're going out to coffee with a friend, All of those places are places to invite Jesus in. He sees you, he knows you, and he wants to be in all of it. And so first and foremost, it's about sharing God's word, because if we're going to live well, we're going to need the Lord. (laughs) And he provides us um, the freedom and the courage and the strength and the hope and the peace and the joy that we're after. And so with a life without the Lord, to me, is a life that's empty. And so that is, of course, first and foremost, what I love to talk about and learn about. But I love fitness and I love really talking about our mind and our thoughts 
And so when we start to um, speak negatively to ourselves, how that affects our body. And the more I looked at what I love to do, I looked at all the things that go together. And I thought, gosh, this doesn't make any sense, Lord. I don't know what you want me to do here. I've got a lot of interests, right? I want to do all the things and I want to... Um, I want to excel at all the things. And so that's going to take a lot of time and money and I'm going to have to get like more degrees and I'm going to have to do this and that and the other. And he just, he just looks at me and says, you know, Sue, do what I created you to do. Live in joy, be yourself. And so to be myself, I realized I want to talk about the mind and I want to talk about the body and I want to talk about Jesus and I want to integrate those things. And that's holy yoga. And that's how I discovered that I love all of those things for sure. And I've been with holy yoga for about six years. Um, and I continue to love it. It's so awesome. It's the best practice for me. And, and I love sharing it with people. I'm getting really interested in um, functional medicine and just the way that... Um, our decisions affect our lives and the way that our mind and what we think is everything, right? And so Jesus says in scripture, you know, focus on the things, you know, the good things, right? And I'm obviously paraphrasing here. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I love scripture and it sticks with me, but I can never really seem to recall the place, the scripture address. And that's okay. You don't have to be a Bible scholar to share God's love. You just have to share with people what he's done in your own life. So you get to witness. That's what a witness is and a testimony, right? You get to say, this is how Jesus saved me. This is how Jesus transformed my life. And so I just invite you into taking a good look at that today and saying, God, what do you have for me? And I ask you to believe and trust that it's more than you know and more than you can ever imagine. Because nothing is too good to be true. So here at Great Big Yes, as I continue to learn and grow, I'm going to be sharing things with you. I'm going to be hopefully having some more guests on. Um, I would love if you have guests that you think could come on um, and talk about wellness in any of these areas. We're going to live well, we're going to dream big, and we're going to say yes. And so I would love to just open this up to whoever is interested in talking on these topics. I'm um, really starting to connect with other people people in the wellness arena. And, and that means so many things, right? So that can be Christians, that can be um, doctors, that can be um, just people who are interested in living their best lives and living with abundance and clarity and courage it's so exciting when you start to talk to people who are in this arena. And what I realized is I'm surrounded by them. I'm surrounded by believers. I'm surrounded by people who love Jesus. I'm surrounded by people who speak life into me. And that is the greatest blessing. 
And I know some of you aren't, and you may be listening to me thinking, oh sure, that would be great. That would be great, Sue, if I could just think my way out of it, or I could just pray my way out of it. And I wanna encourage you that you can. I wanna encourage you that nothing is too good to be true. It begins with you believing it and you inviting God into the spaces where you need healing or you need inspiration or you need saving grace and peace and love and joy and hope that comes from the Lord. So I wanna encourage you, and if you don't have people speaking life into you, I wanna be that person. So I'm gonna continue to just put it out there on Great Big Yes in all the different formats hope and peace and love and positivity. You know, somebody said to me, well, Sue, that's easy for you to say. You speak from a place of privilege. And I think she may have meant that as an insult or maybe to make me quiet, um, as if I don't have anything to say or any experience that would warrant um, a point of view that's worth listening to. But I wanna turn that around and I receive that. I do speak from a place of privilege. I am privileged to be a daughter of the King. I am privileged to be saved by Jesus. I am privileged to walk with the Lord every day. I am privileged that he lifts, lifts my chin and says to me, I love you. You are beloved. I am privileged to know in the deepest recesses of my heart that I am worthy. I am privileged because I know when fear comes along, I have a savior. And I know when I'm scared, I have a savior. I know when I have anxiety, I have a savior. I know when I'm in bondage, he will set me free. I know that I can live a life of abundance because he designed me with a plan and a purpose in mind. I know that his plans for me are good. See, I see my life as, you know, I have this cheerleader, you know, and I, I've had a lot of cheerleaders and I am blessed in that way. But I have the biggest cheerleader of all, the creator of the universe is saying, Sue, I see you and I love you and you can do anything and nothing is too good to be true. And so friends, I, I pray for that kind of worldview for you, God, or through God, I pray that God gives you that kind of vision. I pray that whatever is holding you back from accepting and receiving God's grace, I pray that you would let that go, that you would release it. I pray that you would no longer rely on your own strengths because it's futile. And I don't say anything like this because I know more or I'm better because I'm a sinner just like everyone else, broken and in need of a savior. But I am privileged because he knows my name and he knows your name too. And so instead of pointing fingers and saying who knows what or who can say what or who is privileged, let's point our fingers and our faces and our hearts up to heaven. Let's open our hands to receive what the Lord has for us because it's good and it's more than you can imagine. And so yes, let's all speak from a place of privilege, of gratitude, Let's never, ever, ever forget that we are in need of a savior and Jesus came. God sent his only son because he saw what we needed and his son fulfilled his purpose. He died on a cross 
He was buried and he rose again. Our pastor says, when you find somebody that rises up from the dead, (laughs) follow that guy. And the more I get to know Jesus, the more I love him. So yes, I speak from a place of privilege. I'm grateful. My faith is a gift. I didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it. But I accept it. And I'll receive it. And I will speak about it until the day I die. I want that for everyone. And what I realized is when people have differing opinions or when people come after you or people don't understand you or people don't know the Lord, I want to see them in heaven. And so I pray to God for, and the Holy Spirit just to reach out to anybody who doesn't believe. Anybody who maybe in desperation is opening up God's word and doesn't understand that it's hieroglyphics to them, that they don't get it, that they want to get it that they're begging to understand. God, I ask that you open their eyes. I pray for the Holy Spirit to come over them so they would get it, that that word, your word, God, would sink into their hearts and change their lives. God, I pray for chains to be broken. I pray for every single person listening to this call, God, that they would believe that their life has meaning, that they were designed with a plan and a purpose, that we have tools in this life that we can use to live a better life, but that to be set free, we need Jesus. And so God, I ask for anybody on this call who doesn't know the Lord to know him today. I ask for anybody on this call who is hesitating, who is skeptical, who is doubting, I ask for you to be with them, Lord, and I ask for the Holy Spirit to open up their eyes. God, I ask for an awakening here in this community. I thank you in advance, Lord. I trust you and will always praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. So I was getting a little preacher there on you, start crying. (laughs) Thanks for listening. And God, I just pray for all of you every day. And please pray for me as well, that we can continue to share the message of joy and love and peace and that we can help people, whatever it is. You know, I love talking about all of it. And we're going to get into that, you know, um, wellness as far as like even kids and ADHD and anxiety and fear and, um, you know, teenagers and what they're going through and how we can support them and how we can help them. And because I don't want to just talk about this, I want to do something. And so I hope through this community, we can spur one another on to first loving ourselves, loving the Lord, and then going out and loving others, right? When they asked Jesus what the most important commandment was, love your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So I love you. (laughs) Have an awesome day. And remember, today, live well, dream big, say yes. All right. Thanks, guys.